Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor, where those who think outside the box can create unique football bets from a combination of markets. Create your best bet with the innovative BetVictor Bet Builder. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that truly never ends. Yes, folks, this is the Blue Day podcast, and for Chelsea fans everywhere, every day is a blue day. I am your host, the creator, and the man with a face for podcasting, Keith Lawrence. And this summer, the podcast is touring across the globe, speaking to different Chelsea supporters groups. And this week, we are no different. We are speaking to the Doha Blues based in Qatar, and here is Mohammed of the supporters group. Welcome to the podcast, buddy. How are you? I'm very well. I'm excited to be here. Long time listener. And like you said, every day is a blue day, mate. Every day is a blue day. <laughs> Long time listener. I'd be glad to have you back on the show because of that start. Brilliant. <laughs> Thank you for coming on to the show. We'll talk about, obviously, with you being a Chelsea supporter first, and then we'll we'll discuss the supporters group in more detail. So, just to start off the bat, Mohammed, what was it about Chelsea Football Club that appealed to you? And what was it about them that made you want to start supporting them as a football team? All right. So I'm going to tell you, <laughs> it's actually a bit of, uh, it's one of the two classic ones, right? So my father is a massive QPR fan. We from actually West, West London. And uh, to be honest, when I was a bit younger, it was just more like to spite him than anything else. <laughs> and then I fell in love with it and I just carried on watching. So the start of it was more like a family feud more than anything else. Most of my family are QPR just because vicinity more than anything else. Uh, but yeah, but then after that, totally, totally, totally and utterly fell in love with, with, with the blue. Absolutely. My whole family, everybody, like my daughter entertained, like her uncle loves Arsenal. So she was like, oh, what do you think about Arsenal? You know, two days without dinner. And then she got back to her senses and she did blue support. <laughs> that's the right way of bringing up your kids. That's, 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 that's perfect. So you supported Chelsea more rather because of the hatred you had for QPR than your actual love for Chelsea. I can see where that could be a little bit of an issue when it comes to family dinners and whatnot, but... Yeah. 
Yeah, but but you know what? That's there, there's always that little you know that the catalyst that just you know gets you involved first, and then you are hooked, mate. You know. <laughs> What would you say was your earliest Chelsea memory? So when when was it, sort of time-wise, did you start um, looking at Chelsea and starting looking at their results and looking at their players more? I, I think my earliest memory is uh, Zola tearing up uh, Liverpool and making, what's his name, look like an absolute mug. What was it? Oh, the Scouse <laughs> Muppet Carragher. Yes. That's the one, yes. <laughs> That's the earliest, earliest, to be honest, you know, memory that I remember. Yeah, <laughs> make him send him for a sausage, like they say, for a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I do, I do remember that uh, very good trick by Zola. Well, and I think Carrick is still having nightmares over it. Let's hopefully because he's a. Terrible, terrible pundit. But we are digressing, though. We should be talking about you and Chelsea. <laughs> what would you say was the greatest moment? So out of all the, so that was roughly two thousand and three. So we're yeah. near the twentieth anniversary of that. Yeah. Between then and now, what would you say was the greatest moment of support oh, Chelsea? Mate, too many, too many to count. Like I, I I'll, I'll give you a top three. I'll give you a top three. Okay. Ramirez shipping Valdez. <laughs> 2012, yep. Uh, Drogba's header. 2012 as well. Against and, Bayern, yep. And Hazard just making a mockery of Arsenal. <laughs> 2017, yes. Yes, that was that was a, a fabulous dribble. He put a few yeah. Arsenal players on their backside, which isn't the first time that's happened to them in their careers. So... Yeah, that, that, oh, was, no, no. that was such a fantastic Chelsea team that year. That really Absolutely. was uh, outplaying teams. And Antonio Conte, unfortunately, he's, he's plied his trade for the enemy. But what a manager. What a manager he was. Absolutely amazing manager. I mean, he, he was managing uh, Juve when Oscar scored those two goals, you know, and, and, made, and just toyed with Perlo, remember? That's right. I remember Oscar. I was there that night when Oscar scored those two crackers and Buffon must have thought, what the hell is going on here? And I think that was roughly Oscar's first game whereby he he, he shone because he oh, came I've... in with a big price tag. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't know who he was. People in Brazil, I remember sort of the news outlets were saying, you know, this is going to be, you know, the new Kaka, basically. And but you know... Do you remember, like, we all saw it on, in the Olympics when Sturridge went and he shook his hand Was he playing, England was playing against uh, Brazil in the Olympics and Sturridge went over and he just was talking to Oscar and shook his hand before the game. And everybody was like, oh, there's something happening there. He's going to sign. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> I, it's, it's quite funny you mentioned Oscar. It's, it's 10 years this year that he signed for Chelsea. That is crazy. I love that guy. I love that guy. Absolutely love that guy. Fabulous player. I, I want to talk about your group. Let's talk about the Doha supporters group. Yes. How yes. did it start? And what made you want to set up the supporters group in the first place? Okay, so I'm, I'm going to let you in into a little, little, little secret, man. In the Middle East, they love La Liga. Actually, no, scratch that. They love Real Madrid and Barcelona. That's, that's the only thing they watch. So I'll be like waiting. I'll be out like, you know, in a, in, in a sports bar or something, trying to watch a game, you know, a big game, you know, like, uh, you know, 
Chelsea playing against United or something, a massive game. And then, you know, they will have another game playing, I don't know, Real Madrid against Getafe and Ronaldo just scored his sixth goal against them. And everybody stood up and cheered and I'd be like, come on, guys, what else is going to happen? So it's right on frustrating here. They love, they love the La Liga. And that just got me, you know, and I was like, you know what, sod this, I'm going to do my own little thing. So power in numbers, if you get a lot of people and we go to the sports bar, we have more say in it. We could put our match on and we have our little WhatsApp group, you know. So uh, that's, that's what motivated me, just to bring all the blues together and, you know, you know, you know power in numbers, be able to talk about stuff, you know, far away from home. We actually get people, actually, I think almost 70% of the people are not from the UK anyway. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's really, really amazing when you, when you speak to them and, you know, go out for, you know, drinks and, you know, you get to watch the game outside. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. That, that, that's what, you know, got me thinking of we need this group, we need to create a supporters group and we've got everybody there. We've got about 100 people now. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> that's good. And what, what year did the group actually start? I think 2018. Right. When I moved. When I moved to Doha. Right. And what was the initial feedback you got when you decided to create the group? Did you get a lot of pushback from certain people thinking, why Chelsea? As you say, you know, a lot of people in that domain like Barcelona and Real Madrid because they near enough win every week. Did you get any <laughs> negative comments about creating the Chelsea supporters group? Well, yeah, we do get like, the problem is they don't they don't understand like the Premier League they don't understand like for them uh, a game if it ends nil nil is boring game and I'd be like no some games that end up nil nil is one of the most exciting games that I watch you know for them they just want Messi dribbling taking over half of the team and scoring a goal or Ronaldo just scoring a screamer so so the argument most of the time is oh we got the best players and I'd be like okay but you know it's boring. And they were like, no, in the, in the Premier League is boring. Your match is in nil-nil. You know, that kind of thing. So that's the negative pushback that I got. Uh, however, like I said, power in numbers, when you have more people, more argument, more, you know, people to come with their own facts and everything, you know. We're swaying a lot of heads now. So a lot of people are moving. <laughs> I, I, got, I got a few people, you know, starting to watch Chelsea games. So it's, we're trying to convert more people from La Liga. What would a typical match day be like for you and your particular group? Would there be like a party-like atmosphere on match days? Would there be sort of just like a, a quiet drink down your local bar? What, yeah. sort of, what What's the environment like on a match day for you, for you guys over there? Well, to be honest, it starts it starts on the WhatsApp group, all the hypes. You know, you get that image of, you know, there's that little famous meme of, of Kante smiling, saying it's match day. It starts with that one in our WhatsApp group, you know, and then everybody starts, you know, chatting and, you know, most of it, like who they want to see in the lineup. Uh, everybody gets hyped up more and more. Depends on the team that we're playing as well, you know, and then we'll see whoever's available could go and, you know, uh, meet up at the sports bar. We get to watch the game there. Sometimes we take a flag with us, but most of the time we don't, to be honest. You know, it's just... Uh, it's it, unless it's like a massive, massive, you know, Champions League final or something like that. You'd be like, yeah, we'll all link up there, watch the game. Uh, this season, most of the games were not. The second half of the season wasn't as much exciting as, as we would like it to, but <laughs> that would be the that would be the the, the 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 vibes, you know, if you're going out. 
on, on a personal note, it would be like, you know, get all the kids on, on their Chelsea tops, you know, whether they like it or not, sit around the house. I'll send you some pictures with all the family in Chelsea tops as well. Uh, and then, you know, just around the TV, watch the game, you know, try, try, try to, you know, start the doctrination early on, right? <laughs> yes. And because of the time difference as well, has that been, a, has that been an issue for, for you guys over there? Because when it comes to like half 12 kickoffs or even... Yeah, week eight o'clock is, is that an issue? Well, it depends. So, so if it's if it's two hours, so, so in the summer it's two hours, in the winter it's three hours. So if it's a three hour difference, it is a problem. Especially Champions League nights, you know, when it starts pretty late. That that's 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 a big, you know, it's 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 manageable. It's one day a week, mate. Like it's well worth it to stay up. You know, it's well worth it, hundred percent. And when it comes to Chelsea itself, have you had many opportunities to go and see Chelsea live or go to the ground at least and do one of the museum tours? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I went, but not exciting games. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't go for, like, I think last game I went to, when was it? Uh, because I've been living, like, in, in, in the Middle East for good, like... I, since 2018, I was in Doha, but I, I moved 2014. Since 2014, I was in Dubai as well before before I came to Doha. So I think it's 2013 last time. So it, it was quite a while, to be honest, you know. But I'm going this summer to, to London, so I'll try to get me uh, the tour and, and try to catch a couple of games, hopefully. And in regards to your group itself, what's your overall ambition of the group? Just for example, where do you see the group in two years' time or even three years' time? Oh, man, to be honest, you know, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we could go, you know, as a group to fly over when Chelsea playing, you know, and like hopefully once we win Champions League, we're going to play Club World Cup somewhere in, you know, in Asia. We'll be able to travel as a group and go watch it. I think that would be great, you know, massive group i think another one would be we have a we have a chelsea doha supporters flag that maybe if we got that hung in the stadium that would be amazing that would be actually amazing uh increase the number of our fans of course uh, i think yeah things like that and with the supporters group have you had much contact with chelsea football club you know when you decided to create the group have you had many responses from them have you had merchandise received by Chelsea Football Club? Well, okay, so we set up the group on 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 the Fifth Stand app, which is it's pretty it's pretty cool to be honest. The Fifth Stand app is it's gotten better. It's gotten better. Okay, let, let me rephrase that. It's it's gotten a lot it better. It weren't great it, to begin with. It I was know, pretty yeah. shit to be honest. I know exactly, but but it's gotten better. It's it's a lot better now to be honest. And there is stuff annoying with it. So if you log in on the actual app on your mobile you have your group and everything. However, if you go on the desktop and you go through the website, it seems to be completely different, like absolutely different people. Yes. It, it was a bit of a mess, isn't it? wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it, but, it took a while for them to actually get themselves in order in regards yeah. to the app because, again, they had Chelsea's website. Exactly. They then had a, a an old app years ago yeah. that yeah. It was easier to go on the app and buy tickets. They scrapped yeah. the app Yep. <laughs> and yeah, oh, Jesus. Yeah, an, another great uh, decision by them. We'll talk about the other decisions in a minute. But they then bring out this fifth stand app. And do I think it's better than what they had? No. But 
you know, again, no, but, but you know what the cool thing about the fifth stand app, you could stream the games, you know, friendly games and stuff like that. That's the cool thing about it. I like that. I like that feature, you know. <laughs> there is a reason for that long pause. I, I, I suppose, obviously, for again, for you guys and for other supporters groups from, you know, from the likes of Australia, Sweden, all the way down to uh, Africa, it is obviously probably better for you guys because of streaming service. So exactly you're going to watch like the highlights. You know, some TV stations in certain countries that I know don't have football yes. of that magnitude on a weekly basis. You go on the app. Oh, it's there all, all of a sudden. Exactly. So I get it from that point. But in regards to Chelsea, have you had, in terms of when it comes to merchandise, have you had any signed items yeah. that you've sort of had where you're like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm going to put this in a frame or you've decided to go, nah, I might man. give it to my next door neighbor. And, <laughs> you know. So I've got to be honest with you. When I first started, when I created it and I got the, the, the members and everything, they send me like, you know, uh, like, like most of it, like graphics, only graphics. They, they play crap, to be honest, when it comes to communicating with their fans through that, especially when someone, you know, far away and they they're still trying to support the club, trying to do whatever they can, but, you know, all the way across the world, they should put a little bit more effort, to be honest. I ain't getting nothing, mate. Zilch, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Not even discount on merchandise. Like, it's crazy. It's like, what's the point? <laughs> at least at least give me a discount code I could get to give to the members, you know, at the minimum, you know, 10% discount on the mega store, for example. Just anything. I, I ain't get nothing. Nothing. But we do it for the love, right? <laughs> I would say love, but I'd also say it's probably torture, depending on how you see Chelsea <laughs> within the last few months, uh, as, as, as much as I have going to the bridge and losing to Brentford and losing to fucking Arsenal. Uh, anyway. Uh, do we have to talk about that? <laughs> well... It's a good segue, actually, because I want to talk about current day Chelsea as well. And I don't want to talk about the negatives of losing two cup finals on fucking penalties. But I do want to talk about your view on the current stature of Chelsea. Bearing in mind, you are thousands of miles away. So you're not exactly going there week in, week out. Yeah. How do you see Chelsea at the moment? You know, are you still a Tuchel follower? Do you think he's still the right guy for the job? And what have you made of the fact that the chairman, Mr. Bruce Buck, is stepping down and Marina, the managing director, who right. <laughs> for some have is been a complete transformation, is great for the role. Others cannot wait to see her leave. Where do you stand on, on this? OK, let's start. Let's start. Let's start with Thomas Tuchel, right? I love that guy. I love him, love him to bits. However, however, the last few games when they, when it was dead rubber, why the hell is not playing Harvey Vale? Why is he not playing the kids? The game is done. The season is done. Just put the kids on, man. Like, seriously, put the kids on. Like, for real. Like, the game is done. Like, it doesn't matter. Win, lose. We're already trumping Spurs and Arsenal. Halas, it's done. Like, what the hell, man? It's really, it really got to be, like, really got under my skin. Like, seriously got into my skin. I was like, why are you doing that? But you know what? End of the day, I love the guy. He's a class guy. He's a class act. He really is a class act. I love the guy. He's, he's awesome. He's awesome. I mean, sometimes, I mean, some of the players, like, I don't know, he, he got this, his man management. I noticed the thing that everybody's saying is best thing about him. I don't think so. You know, like the way he done, you know, Pulisic. Remember what he done to Pulisic? Callum Hudson-Odoi, you know. It seems to be he falls in love and he falls out of love with the players 
very quickly, like very, very quickly, like really quickly. It's like, come on, take it easy. Get them, give them a run, you know, especially Callum Hudson. It's like for real, man, come on. This guy is, I swear, he's, he's our, you know, that's what I've been saying to all my friends. Like, you know, what we're missing is the magic. We don't have a magician. We need a player that does something out of nothing. You know, we don't need like, a, we do need the German engineering with the right, you know, squad with the right tactics. Yeah. But we still need that little magician. And, you know, he's not looking inside the right places. Like Hudson could be that magician. And I understand because the formation that we play, we don't need white players. And that's why Hudson was struggling. Ziak is struggling because we don't play with white players. Right. So these players will struggle 100%. Like it's not their position. You want to play them inverted winger? Good luck. These guys, they want, you know, Greenfield to run out. They want to hug the chalk line and they want to run all the way there, right? So I understand the formation plays into it. He tried 4-3-3 a couple of times and Ziyech played good, good. He played good in those games, right? Because that's, that's his position. He should be wide, right? So that's Thomas. Sorry, that's a bit of a rant. <laughs> this is the perfect platform for you to have a rant. Feel free. I I'm stepping back. I'm now the, I'm in the passenger seat. You you go right ahead. Right. So so but but you know what? Having said all that stuff, I still think like who you want to get. You want to get Pochettino. Good luck. I don't want him anyway. I think what we got is good. Thomas. He already got a Champions League. You know, he will, he will, he, he, you know, let's just stick with him. Let's just stick with him. And from what I'm hearing, you know, these Americans, they, they want to change the, the, the culture of sticking with the manager. To be honest, I never wanted an American owner just because it's American. But, <laughs> but let's, 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 the jury's out. Let's, let's wait and see what's going to happen, you know, with him. He seems to be passionate. He's done really well with, 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 you know, with, with, uh, with, with other with the other sports ventures. So let's see how it goes. Bruce stepping down, that's a big loss. I mean, just having him, you know, from point of view of longevity, you know, people love him. He's around there. He understands the club. He breathes Chelsea, you know, the guy, you know, we wish him all the best, right? I really hope it was a mutual thing and I really hope, you know, there wasn't any ill feelings and I really hope he's still, you know, going to be involved. So, so that's good. Mariana, I can't believe you telling me people can wait here to go? Are, are they nuts? What the... Are they really... Is there people really want her to go? Are you kidding me? Like... <laughs> like, apart from... What's his name? Uh, Emmanuel Remember the director of sports? The guy that... Michael Emanuelo, yes. Yes. Apart, yeah, since he left, she was the only one that filled that void of, of, you know, scouting and getting us good players. I mean, who else will do it for us? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> but that's well, it. That's, that's... To in the defence of those who think that she has done a bad job, the last few transfer windows haven't been that great for us, and we'll talk about one person in particular that we spent nearly hundred million on. But she was in charge when we decided to bring in certain players for a lot of money, and it hasn't worked out. And there, there is that sort of scope whereby, and it's not the fact that she's a woman. That's not a case of that. No, it's, no, no. Yeah. It's the fact that, yes, she's great when it comes to selling a player, like Hazard, for example. Mm. But when it comes to buying players, there's been a bit of an issue. Now, one player that we're trying to sell, slash flog, slash <laughs> kick out the club, has been Romelu Lukaku. Um, Mohamed, your take on Mr. Lukaku? And are you one of those thousands and thousands of supporters that can't wait to see him go? 
you know what? It's not Lukaku's fault. It's our fault. We put that price and we said we we're going to pay that price and bring him over. It's bloody Italian league. What do you expect, man? Any idiot could go there and become a superstar. It's the Italian league. These guys, are you kidding me? Do you see how slow that games play over there? Like, remember, Giorgino was a world beater over there. Like, everybody was singing him praises. Like, come on. That, it's the slowest league in the freaking world. The Italian league is the slowest league in the world. Like, uh, okay, I love Tammy Abraham, but look, he's turning up uh, over there. He came to England, you know, you see, it. He, he, he was still the same player. Like, come on. <laughs> he was still the same player. Don't tell me he changed a lot. Like, he was still the same player with the same Bambi feet. He was still the same player, you know. I love him. He's an academy player, you know. He's one of us. I love him and everything. But it's the Italian league. I, 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 don't, I wouldn't rate anybody in the Italian league. 100%. <laughs> so you'd give him another season at least then? Is that what you're saying? Well, we already put yeah. that money. If we're going to get our money back here... I'm, I'm, you know what? I, I, I love the club, man. I don't want us to lose money, man. You know, if we're going to get our money back. OK, put it this way. OK, we let him. We, we sell him. Right. Who's going to put up there? You're going to put Werner up there. Who are you going to put up there? Havers, he does a good job. Yes. But that's not his natural position. Who are you going to put up there? Like, come on. He's the only striker, out and out striker that we have. We don't have any other out and out striker. You know, I know you're going to tell me Broha, West Ham wants to buy him for 30 million euros, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever, man. He's still he's still not at that level of, you know, Chelsea scoring 25 goals, 30 goals. He's not Diego Costa, right? He's not Diego Costa. <laughs> I get that. I understand that. I, I do understand that comment. You know, people are a little bit going a little bit crazy about why are we potentially selling Broha to West Ham? 30 million for a player who's had one season in the Premier League. All right, he scored a handful of goals. Weren't Southampton's best player. But if we have a buyback option, we've done it before. So Exactly. I, um, but again, with Lukaku, my views on it since well, since I started the podcast, I've been a fan of Lukaku. Do, do I feel he should go? Yes, because he wants to go. At the end of the day, we're not forcing him to stay. We're not, you know, we, we, we haven't changed the locks and he's inside. He wants to go. I think it's best that he should go. And it's going to be quite similar to what happened with one Sebastian Verón all those years ago. He, he didn't yeah. settle at Chelsea. He wanted to go. He went yeah. to Inter Milan. And he went to Milan for the rest of his contract at Chelsea. He had a two-year loan spell. So yeah. I can see that potentially happening with Lukaku as well. But, but who are we going to get? Who are we going to get? Who's going to score goals? <sighs> there should be that sound where it goes ribbit, 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 ribbit. <laughs> right? Like, um, like is he's better question. than nothing. It, it's, <laughs> it's a good question. Some people have said Harry Kane to me. Other people have said sort of, you know, other names as well. Would you have Harry Kane? Would you honestly have Harry Kane? Would you have no, Harry I wouldn't, Kane? no. No, Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Some people you. have said Harry Kane. Other people have said Mo Salah. Other people have said sort of a couple of other sort of names like Icardi from PSG and um, Lewandowski from Bayern. And look, uh, look, 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 look at look at our history with number nines. The only number oh, nine. That, yeah, it is and terrible. the only 
the only ones that worked, the only ones that worked are the mean bastards like Drogba, Diego Costa. We don't want a nice, nice. He has to be a tough bastard up there that he knows he's not going to get the ball all the time, but all what he has to do is make the living life hell that defenders. You remember? Like Drogba used to, you remember what he used to do to Arsenal. He made how many players like retire, like literally retire, <laughs> you know? So that's what we need. We need a mean, mean machine up there. Drogba's too nice. He's too nice. He's too nice. He looks intimidating, but he's nice. <laughs> but we don't have anything else. We don't have anything else. Well, it'll be a topic of conversation, I know, by millions of Chelsea supporters between now and the 1st of September when the window closes. So we shall see. But, Mohamed, as we wrap up this show, I just want to ask mm. one final question and then we'll get out of here. What does Chelsea Football Club mean to you? And as we've discussed about the current day Chelsea recently... What are your predictions for the forthcoming season? Oh, my prediction for every season that we're going to lift the, the Premiership, mate. Every start of every season, that's my prediction. Hard, hard, that's my prediction. I don't care what anybody says. Go buy Messi and Ronaldo, put them in the same team. I'm still going to tell you, Chelsea, you're going to lift the Premiership. Yeah, so for me, same prediction at the start of every season that, that I follow Chelsea. I'm my best on Chelsea to win the league. I don't care what anybody else say. We're going to win the league at the start of every season and that's how it is. And England is going to bring football home and that's how it is, man. I don't want to hear it, man. Talk- <laughs> I love your enthusiasm and passion for Chelsea, but in regards to England, I'm sorry, you are completely wrong. But, <laughs> Mohamed, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. I would love to invite you back on uh, Any soon. Time. You know, hopefully in the future, maybe at the close of 2022. But hopefully the Doha Blues become bigger and better. And I'm I'm sure with your passion and enthusiasm for Chelsea, it will. But take it easy and hopefully we'll speak again soon. Thank you very much. It was absolute pleasure to speak to you, Keith. Absolute pleasure, mate. You take it easy. All right, mate. Podcast Network.